listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. For those of you who don't know me and are tuning in for the very first time, I am Naomi Nachman, and together with me, you're all going to say, I'm about, let's go, all the food, all the time. I want to hear you say it. Let me know that you said it, okay? <laughs> um, I love food. I love shopping for food, cooking for food, eating at restaurants, anything food-related. I'm a kosher personal chef. I'm a two-time cookbook author. I run kosher chopped competitions and I love to travel. I love to hear about your food adventures as well. So email me, naomi at nachamsequel.com and tell me where you ate, what you ate, what you made, what you cooked, what you liked, what you hated. Now we don't hate anything about food. (laughs) So I love to hear about everything from you guys and really just Thank you for sharing with me all the time. I really, really appreciate it. And I want to share now with you an incredible show, a great lineup. Every year I have on my show my good friend Daniel Mushmeyer. Everyone knows him as Mush. He has a real name, but we, you know, Mush has become the real name, not Daniel. <laughs> um, Mush has been a friend for since I'm a child. And uh, uh, we grew up together in Sydney, Australia. And I have him on every year because... We do stuff together, meaning Nachum Single Network, Table for Two listeners, and me and you, right? Like we together help raise money and awareness for the Chayelim in Israel for Mishlach Manot. And Mush puts this program together, and I think this is maybe Mush's seventh or eighth year, I don't know, sixth for sure that he's been on Table for Two to talk about this and to raise more awareness to our new listeners, and how they can get involved in the Mishlach Manot for the Chaylem. So welcome back, Mushmaya. Thank you, Naomi. Thank you. Shalom Aleichem from Yerushalayim. Thank you, Mush. Can I just say, it was so nice to see you in Israel all these weeks ago. It was great seeing you, Naomi, and what great nachas. So you now have two daughters living here. Oh, it's amazing. It was amazing. It was great. We ate at Papa Melech. The incredible bread bakery cafe in Efrat. Mm-hmm. It's very tasty and great food. Oh my god, incredible! I love those. I've actually had them on the show. I've had uh, Devora and David on the show, cats from from that restaurant. Um, and they also have their incredible uh, w- bread dough workshop. So it's very exciting to see you there, and then now talk to you, fill me in on what's going on with all the Purim festivities. You know, it's quite amazing, Naomi, but every year I find that the chippah, that the love for our chayalim and chayalot throughout Israel is just increasing. Last week we had Yeshiva Week, and there were a lot of visitors here from America, and everyone I spoke to, the first thing I asked them, where would you like to do, what would you like to see? It was just like chayalim, chayalim, chayalim. And it just seems to be everyone is just heading towards bases and barbecues and whatever they can to help our chayalim, but as you know, protect our borders 24-7, we send our sons, we send our daughters, and they're just the most amazing people in the world. And every year we, year we try to spoil them a little bit, especially around Purim time. And together with our partners, we give out 9,000 Mishloach Manot to the Chaylim every year. 9,000? 9,000. Our aim this year is to get to 10,000. <gasps> and we don't, we don't just send them to bases. We try and go and hand deliver them ourselves. The program was started by a very special man, actually, in Jamaica States in New York called Mayor Mishkoff. Unfortunately, during the campaign three years ago, he passed away. So we've now named the campaign in his memory. Beautiful. His, his widow, Helene, and his boys, Noam and Eitan, are very involved in the campaign. And we here at the International Young Israel Movement, we run the program together with Rupert Margolis at the ZAO of Brooklyn, who lives in New York, with Sully Sachs from the World Midrachi and Liam Blankrock from Yashana Hayal. Uh, just when we also, at the same time as the Mishnah Menot, which I don't know how many people have seen the candy store at the back of uh, Grippus, at the back of the Shuk, that's where we get our parcels from, from Zvika, the right. big, big packages. Right, it's right along- next to Marzipan, and that's where I buy my Tim Tams, for those of you who are asking. Right. There you go. So next door is Zvika, amazing guy. Everyone's welcome on their next visit to Israel to drop into that candy store and say hi, Zvika. And... Um, Apart from that, we have letters and cards sent from Jewish day school students from all over the world. And it's very cute that when we go to the bases with these big tanks and the F-16s and all these hunky chayalim, more than the Shloach Menot, these cards also break them down. They ask us to translate them and we get smiles. 
And then, of course, it's very nice to watch them eating their mishloach and not enjoying it. And they really, really feel love from Chutzaretz. They say, tell the people, tell the people, thank you, thank you. And, I'm, and we say to them, well, these people are trying to say thank you to you for what you're doing for Israel. So it's an incredible Am Israel, Klal Israel project that we're involved with. I, I know that last year our Nachum Siegel Network followers and listeners um, gave enough Mishloch Manot that the Chaylim were so excited that they took a photo of the Nachum Siegel Network table for two, right? And they, um, our banner, and they made a poster for us. It's actually posted on my Instagram and Facebook. Um, a big thank you to our show for um, supporting them. And let's see if we can do this again, guys. So how can, again, our listeners send Mishlach Manot? One thing, just before that, Naomi, one thing we're doing, every year we try and do something unique in the program. So this year, two days before Purim, we're going to the paratrooper training base, and we will be at the same time as giving our Mishloach Manot, we will be dedicating three Sifrei Torah to the paratroopers in memory of Ari Fould, who was killed in a terrorist attack in Gush Etzion. Oh my God, Moshe, that's amazing. Yes, it's going to be a very special day, and his widow will be there, and his family will be there. And it will be one great celebration. Oh, wow. Are people invited to come to that? If our listeners if who live in Israel? If any, of your, if, your, if any of your listeners want an exclusive invitation, they can contact me through you if they'll be in Israel on March the 8th. Okay, great. So let, let's do it like this. So if you guys are going to be in, in Israel on March 8th, oh, my God, my chest is like pounding from this. This is amazing. Um, and I will put you in touch with Mush and he will give you an, an invitation as a table for two listener to be there with them. That's wow. Absolutely incredible. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. I'm just having a moment. That's so nice. Really a beautiful thing. Um, especially like I'm still high on my Israel trip. <laughs> so, so everything's much more meaningful. Um, okay. So, um, how can people donate or get involved from this side? Okay. From this side, okay. if they can't be in Israel. So there's two. They, they can go to our, the website, www.yimanot.org. And on that site, they can give to Chaylim. And they're also able to send person-to-person packages. If they have family or friends or anybody else they love in Israel, they're able to order person-to-person parcels too. On, on, once they donate to soldiers, you're also able to write a letter and any online, and anybody writing a letter, please include your email because you'd never know your chayal or chayalet might write back to you. Oh, that's in- wait. So, so how how do we find that email when we sign Again, up? When, when you sign up to the soldiers, you so will be given an option to to write to send a letter as well. Okay, so it's Y I M again, another M. No, just one M. Y I. M-A-N-O-T dot org. Okay, I'm writing that down. I'm going to hold it up to the screen. Why I Manot dot O-R-G. Manot. I, I'm having a hard time writing this. Okay, I'm going to hold that up to the screen. Y-I-M-A-N-O-T dot org. We got that? Another thing I'd just like to mention, Naomi, yeah. is what, what, what amazes us every year as we go to the bases and we go through the different bases and the different units is just how many of the Hayalim are Americans that have come to serve in the, in the IDF, Al Hayalim Bodadim. And we, we're, we're in the middle of giving things and we always find uh, Hayalim from New York and from Miami and from everywhere. And it really is very heartwarming. We've even, I even found a Hayala from Sydney one year. Really? And it's really heartwarming. Yep, uh, yep, yep. From My, Portland me, Street, Dover Heights. Me and Mush, me and Mush are both from Sydney. So we found we found a young lady from Sydney as well. And just these young men and young women that that are just giving up two or three years of their lives to come and serve in Israel. For us that are living here, it really means so much to us. It really reminds us what we're doing here as well. Wow, it's. Incredible how the Jewish people just continue to amaze and surprise me. How we take care of each other. It really is, and it's amazing how the Chaylim say say thank you to their donors, and then the donors say say thank you to the Chaylim. And I worked it out it's just because we're one big happy family, and then families who thank each other and appreciate each other. Okay, guys, table for two listeners. Let's do this together. Let's all dig in and give our Chaylim. Some incredible uh, mishloach manot and letters. 
Y I M A N and love and love. All this is love. The letters and the mm-hmm. and the mishloch manot is your love. Let's do it. Y I M A N O T dot org. I do this too. I jumping on my computer when I get home. Um, I'm doing this by the time you're listening to this. I probably will have already done it because I try to get it done as soon as possible. As soon as uh, the season rolls around, February rolls around. I'm like, okay, got to book the shows, got to get Milsh in the show and got to send money. So let's all do this together. And we'd like it to be from Table for Two on the Nachum Siegel Network, from our listeners, from us on Friday morning. So we all get together and we listen together to our soldiers to bring them some cheer and some smiles. We had last week David Landau on the show from Standing Together and what the incredible work they do the incredible work that Mush and his crew do for our soldiers. We discussed last week also the Pinachama in the Gush Etzion. Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. so much, so much going on to to. And they, they they just deserve it so much now. I mean, they give so much to us and so much to Eretz Israel and so much to Am Israel, and uh, it's just a little way to say thank you. Okay, incredible. Thank you so much, Mush. Um, hopefully, I'll see you soon in Israel. I hope to see you. I hope to see your listeners. And I wish everyone a Purim Sameach. Thank you, thank you. And if people do want to go to that event um, where they're doing the uh, dedication of the Sifre Torah, you get a personal invitation. Um, just email me, Naomi, at NachamSiegel.com, and I'll forward that on to Mush, and then you can represent the network over there on that day. Okay, thank you so much. All right. Okay, be well. All right, thanks. All right, we lost there for a second. Thank you, Mush. Shabbat shalom. Okay, well. Always nice to see and talk to Mush. Um, we go way, way, way back, and I really like to support the, this campaign. Another friend I've got on the line that I'm bringing in all the way from Israel uh, on to the studio. She's been on the show many times, even in person when we did our show from the uh, incredible Inbal Hotel back a, about a year and a half ago. Welcome back, Rachel Yaish, Candy Corner, Israel. Thank you so much, Naomi. How are you? Good, good. So missing nice you. you. I'm missing again. you. Yeah, likewise. I miss you. I miss you too. It was so nice to see you when you were here the couple of weeks ago. Oh, we had was, a really fun time watching it, you on the JNA show. Really enjoyed it. <laughs> With Jamie Gell, I did a lot. I went home, I tried making those spring rolls, and they were really easy to make. It really okay. <laughs> worked out really well. I was so impressed. And usually when you see these recipes on uh, on shows, you go home and try to make them, and you can't do it. But I was able to do it, and it was really great. So uh, it was double the fun for yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like to think that all my recipes are accessible. So I just to. We catch you all up. Um, I was at Jamie Geller's. I actually stayed with Jamie. We are great friends. And we always joke around that we should, like, 10 years ago, before before the big foodie boom, Jamie and I were already in the foodie industry. And, yeah. and we used to joke around saying we should have a show called the Jay and Nay Show. So <laughs> we did it in her kitchen, in her studio kitchen. We did a live on Instagram. And we cooked, we made, you don't cook it, we made summer rice rolls um, for everyone to watch. And Rachel and her partner in Candy Corn Israel, Samar, came and was in our live studio audience. Mm-hmm. And we got to watch and taste. It was perfect. It was great. Perfect <laughs> flavors. More than that, it was fantastic. We really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, and then we went out to Bleaker afterwards. Actually, I just found that napkin in my bag. That you remember really? that with that towelette? <laughs> the wet wipes. The, the wet wipes. So I literally, I literally t- tipped my bag out because I had stuff all over my bag. I'm like, I need to go through my bags. That's right. Got my glut receipts and Costco receipts and the towelette from Bleaker. You know, so. <laughs> They do come in handy. I also wanted to say, Mazel Tov to you. I think I just saw that you are celebrating your, you've seven, finished seven years on the radio and you're starting your eighth year. Is yeah, that yeah, correct? like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Really? That's awesome. What blew me away was someone goes, I grew up listening to you. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, that's that's a milestone, you know? It is a milestone. That's she could have been 12 when she really started nice. and now she's 18, you know? Like, that's she your really formative years. She grew up <laughs> listening to Table for Two. Like, I was very taken aback by that, you know. It took me a moment. Like, I took that moment to like, ah, we've done something really good. You know, we're raising a family with us, you know. Um, That's right. Yeah. It's it's a great thing. And Tamara and I have been in business now for about 10 years. And sometimes I look back and can't believe that 10 years have passed. You know, just all all the things that we've been able to, you know, starting small and growing and growing. It's been really fantastic. So let's talk about that. So when did you and Tamar have an idea to start a candy business? They called Candy Corn Israel. Yeah. um, Well, we started about uh, like within our 
second year here, we were um, we were trying. What happened was we got invited out a lot when we first got here because people are so warm and welcoming here in Hashmonaim, and we got invited all over the place and needed gifts to bring to people and didn't have, didn't really know where to go. We I came from the five towns where we used to shop at Onuts and um, didn't have anything like that here. So I mentioned it to Tamar and. Uh, we started with that, with Shabbat gifts, and then it just grew into an online business. People from the States were calling us. They were not around to participate in smachot of their families, and they asked if there was any way that we could help them out um, through the candy business, and start, we started delivering to places where they were having smachot where those family members couldn't be there, and it just really grew from there. Then we started our online site with um, Wix, uh, developed our website, and now we send packages to kids in seminaries and yeshivas all over the country, family and friends, again, of people having smachot. Um, you just, and even businesses now have uh, found us and are sending to their partners in Israel. They need, you know, they want to send Hanukkah gifts, Rosh Hashanah gifts, Purim gifts to their, you know, corporate gifts to their right. companies here in Israel, uh, and they've found us, and we've been that's amazing. those companies as well. A lot, of, a lot of companies in the United States, big companies, have offices in Israel because Israel's become a, a world player on the international business from startups to advertising, marketing, medical, you name it. And right. and they you know they have offices in Israel and it's incredible that you can provide stuff that people can find you from here and support them there. Without at first when people were calling not only from all over the world you were getting calls from France and we have people calling from Australia from Turkey really have people called from so really Rachel 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 there's something wrong with the phone line. Are you standing okay. still? We got you got. Is that got, better? Yeah. Were Sorry, you what, were better? you microwaving something? No, no. I just my phone. It's Israel. Oh, it's Israel. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so can you just repeat that last thirty seconds? Oh, I, what I said was it's just when we when we started getting calls from people in Brazil and Australia <gasps> and uh, all, really all over the world, Turkey, um, France, England, people from all over who are calling to send things to people in Israel. It was just, to us, that really was like, wow. We've, we've really bridged the gap of people from states and from all over the world trying to connect with Israel. So that was really, to us, is an amazing and exciting thing for us. Right. So, um, yeah. That's great. So what, what is your, uh, can I ask you, I mean, maybe it's a stupid question. Is it is Purim the busiest time of the year for you? Yeah, I mean, up until now, it has been our really our busiest, busiest time. Thank God, I have to say, other holiday seasons are also picking up, you know, speed and getting busy as well. But really, Perm is is the time where gift giving is is just happening. And so right now, we are gearing up for the Perm 2020, and we're start we're fixing our, we're um, tweaking our line, adding new stuff to what we have for our Perm baskets. We're trying to get all sorts of different products from everywhere into our gift baskets. We have, we're bringing in Pop Insanity from New York. We're the only company in Israel to carry Pop Insanity. Wow, go you. I yeah. love this stuff. You know what? I've got something for you. Remember you were talking to me about um, new products? Yeah. Cookie Dough, incredible. Do you know who they are? I think I just saw them on your show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you should have some of that stuff in your baskets. I can, oh, we should. I can make the yeah. connection for you. I would love to be in touch with them. That sounds awesome. I think that would really be a big hit. Yeah, it's um, – what's the coolest new product that you found? The coolest new product that we found. I mean, well, we've just started doing something with not really the food-related part. We've just Ooh. begun customizing gifts that we've um, been sending out to people. We've really – we do mugs. We've done um, makeup bags, as you know, because we came on to your daughter. Yeah. Makeup bags. Um, and we've, uh, we're making, like, on our Purim baskets, we're writing, you know, customizing with Happy Purim. We could put, you know, if you want names on it or your corporate brand. But we were customizing things like that, which is something new that we haven't done in the past. And that, to us, is very exciting. Right. To find something that's not necessarily food-related but part of the gifting. Right. Um, it's become package. so popular, all the personalized stuff. Exactly. exactly. Even more so, so like, all the swag. But I like practical stuff, like... I, got, I was at an event the other night. I got a wine glass that, like, had the big logo of the company on it. Like, when am I going to use that at my Shabbos table? Say, Jep on it? I don't know. 
I didn't mean to say that, but you know what I mean. Oh, that's when you're drinking by yourself. Right, so <laughs> I drink by myself. I grab my beautiful jet glass that I got, exactly. and I'm like, but you've got to know where to put the logo. <laughs> exactly. I loved it. Don't get me wrong. It's adorable, and I'm always looking for glasses, and I loved it because I don't drink at – I don't like to drink not out of glass. Um, mm. When Sweet Paws, my kiddish – he, I don't like a silver, uh, silver becher. Oh, you're a, you're yes. a wine snob, huh? No, it's not so much the wine. I don't like metal taste. So I like always him to uh, pour mine into a, I have the little shot glasses that I'll put, mm-hmm. that I picked up at the Shook in Israel or like into my wine glass because I don't want to taste metal, even if it's cream. Even, like, even if it's cream malaga. Even if it's cream malaga, pour it into a glass. I drink really? my coffee out of a glass, not out of a ceramic mug. Oh, that's that's interesting. That's I can I can't drink water out of a plastic cup. It has to be a it has to be a glass. Right, like I'm, glass I'm crazy. So but. I don't mind. <laughs> I don't mind. Oh, I don't mind. Um, you know, I liked my little jet glass. I don't want anyone to think I didn't like it. But you know, you for Shabbos, I'm using my plain ones. So my weekday drinking, yes, I do drink during the week. I'll use my jet glass, and then remember to donate to Jet. Um, okay. Oh wait, can I just tell you what's happening in the studio, Rachel? I invited the guest after you um, is a restaurant from Monsey called Pepper Crust. They're an incredible okay. restaurant. Um, and I said, bring some food down because me and ZK, we love to eat on the show, right? Mm-hmm. So they brought the I chef down. Now, we've had time. a lot of people come down to the show before. Like, I've had a lot of restaurants. But no one has ever done what I'm seeing in front of me this second. They are setting a table for me. Mm. Um, Z- I'm talking to you. The Executive chef is walking around, laying at the table. I've got a steak knife, a, cl- oh. a cloth napkin, real cutlery. <laughs> you're, making me, you're making me start to drool here. I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Um, this is a big TC one. Guys, you've all seen this is a show you're going to want to also watch on our YouTube channel because here, the, lint, the cloth napkins are coming out. So this is... ZK's very excited, I'm just saying. I'm sure. Sounds very Right? And ZK's been here even longer than me. Like 30 years, ZK? You could not be that old. Oh, yo. No. Yeah, it's that old. Yes, he's that old. He started when he was five. Yeah, exactly. Like me. I saw when I was five. I'm going to have a five in my birthday this year, but whatever. Okay, Rachel, how can people find you and order these incredible gifts? Okay, so you can find us online at candycornerisrael.com, um, and you can order gifts from there. And we wanted to let your listeners know that anyone who has heard your show and um, wants to go online and order from their, our perm collection from now until February 12th, they can get 10% off with the code No, Naomi. no, no, February 12th, because this is only airing on the 20th. Oh, this is only airing on the 20th. Okay, fine. So hold on one second. Let me give you a date. <laughs> Sorry, that's good to know. Yeah. 21st. This is airing. Um, this show is airing on the 21st of February. Okay, so then we can have that coupon will be good from the from airing time until the 27th. So, uh, and they can order from the Perm Collection. They'll get 10% off using the code Naomi. Find us online code. at candycornerisrael.com and they can follow us on Instagram at candycornerisrael. Fantastic. Yeah. Excellent. I look forward to seeing everyone. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and the next time you're here, we can take you on a tour of all our chocolate places if <gasps> you want. <'Cause> yeah. We, <laughs> we're always happy to go. Yes, I'm down for that. Hello? Okay. Bye, Rachel. That was that. <laughs> She's gone? Yeah. It's cut off? Okay. Thanks, Rachel. Amazing. You know, it's hard with the phone lines in Israel. Um. Not everybody has the right uh, Wi-Fi at the right spot. Even here in New York, right? You can be driving. There's one place as you drive from Muncie back home um, or up even Teaneck, um, along by the LaGuardia Airport. It always cuts you off. There's it, right? Have you seen it? There's a dead spot. No matter how many times, all the years get cut off. All right, we've got to get on to the show. Welcome to the show. Move on over. In the house. Up here. Hello, chef, butcher, extraordinaire. Okay. I like to work. What are we calling you? David? 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 David. David. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're, we're recording. Filming. There's a camera. Recording. 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 Fix the hair. People love our YouTube show, and it's good because we can show them all the food. Okay, welcome, David. 
and Gelly, his lovely wife, they are joining us. They are the owners of the restaurant Pepper Crust, but David does so much more. Tell us tell us your beginnings of the of the restaurant and butcher history. I actually started in Staten Island. A small butcher shop, still around, Papa Mom shop, right next to Rabbi Siegel, the renowned rabbi of Torah Masora. This oh, Rabbi yeah. Siegel? Nate? Okay. Oh, oh, okay, brother, sure. Yeah. yeah. And uh, learned from the best. I've hired the best butchers who taught me how to recognize a prime piece of meat, how to make sure that the customer gets the best. Then I went on to a butcher store in Fort Lee, New Jersey. Then I went on to my Evergreen Venture. Which, what does that mean? Because um, we have listeners all over the country or all over the world, so let's explain what the Evergreen is. I know what Evergreen is. You tell us. Evergreen is a, one of the biggest kosher supermarkets located in Muncie, New York. Like three years ago, we opened up a next location in Lakewood, and we are opening another location on 202 in Pomona. Cool. So you're going to have two in Muncie. Two in Muncie, we actually have another one in Muncie, a small supermarket, New Day. So basically... And you're the butcher for all, everything? I own the butcher shop. We have over 100 butchers working for us. And we sell the best meat. Thank God, we're today one of the biggest sellers in kosher meat. God, amazing, amazing. And Gelly, your lovely wife, is also joining us here. You also do something very special. Without yeah. Gelly, I wouldn't be here today. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, he takes care of the food. I take care of the mind. Okay, I'm what, a social worker. Ah. I specialize in working with children and families. I've uh, been in practice over 18 years now. And um, actually starting my own Instagram, he's got Pepper Crust, and I'm doing Gelly Asofsky, LCSWR, where I'll be promoting... Um, and just talking about things people, parents can talk to children about safety, resiliency. I love just that. It's so needed. Happy families. I, I love that. So, happy um, families is having yes. dinner together. I'm just saying. Absolutely. You should know, and I'm. There, I know there is research on this, but a family that eats dinner together stays together. I yes. think it's, we 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 are always eating dinner at seven o'clock. Okay, so tonight I might not be eating dinner with my kids, but dinner is served at seven. Like. I'll be out with my husband, but my knowing that my kids will eat dinner together at home, we always eat, you know, not always, but like we most often on a weeknight, besides Shabbos, eat dinner together. And right. I think it's so important. And now that our kids are grown, Shabbos is the time when we love connecting with them and sitting together. Right. And they come to our restaurant. And, and they come to your restaurant. Yes. But it's amazing. And, and just as a side note, like what you're doing with your social work and, and your – incredible outreach into the community. I know you had a terrible tragedy there over Hanukkah and you're able to help pick up pieces for people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working on creating a trauma recovery network so that it, our community has a resource. We can access pro bono services to get right in there at the site of any tragedy. Um, so we can, we can get people help right away. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. Okay. It's you guys are a dynamic duo. She feeds the mind. He feeds the the body. It's she it's actually the, is a great cook. I, I'm sure she is. <laughs> but let you. me tell you, David's pepper crust rub recipe, which the, is the signature dish that they even name the store after. That's how good it is. Is insane. My kids, right? We came for dinner. My kids went nuts. Leora keeps asking to come back. She's <laughs> like, I want that pepper crust. Okay, when you're in Muncie next. When we're in right? Muncie next, absolutely. So how did you get into a restaurant? I'm, I'm keeping an eye on the time so we have time to eat. <laughs> how did you get into the restaurant business? I mean, you know, it's pretty much a good segue in there. Meat is a very broad, it's like, I say, it's like a shtickle gemara. The deeper you go into it, the more you see that you really don't know what's going on there. It's mm. very deep. And meat is like a diamond industry. I have a neighbor who has a mine in South Africa, and he asked me. Oh, diamonds and meat. Oh, right. And he asked me, how do you get so big? I tell him, 
I treat it like you treat your diamonds. Meat is a very deep, and people connect through meat. People look out for the main dish and the meat. Shabbos Friday night by the dinner. Shabbos morning by Kiddush. Basically, what I visioned is to create a restaurant the people to come and really experience the depth of a piece of meat and how delicious a piece of meat is when it's done the right way. That's what helped me create the vision of pepper crust. The name pepper crust comes from my main dish, my crown of the jewel. Right. It's that, so good, he named the restaurant after it. That I went to Chuppe like two years ago and as the girl, the bride, marches down to the Chuppe, she sees me and she turns around to me and she looks me in the eye and says, promise me you will always have pepper crusted meat in your butcher store. <laughs> That's fabulous. That's so I funny. That I love that. <laughs> when I heard that, Pepper was born in my mind. Oh, okay. I love that. Does she know? Does she get free meat when she comes in? <laughs> free steak. You she, know? she should. Okay. If you're listening to the radio, come in on do, the house. Do you know? Do you, do you know who she is? Sure. Oh, okay. Sure. I, I <laughs> hope she listens. I hope she listens. She's the manager of of Evergreen's daughter. Okay. There you go. Yeah, there you so, uh, right there you go. I'll come join you for dinner. And he's always been talking about wanting to serve food, you know, not just the raw meat, but how can I get people to experience that quality, that amazing food that we have at our Friday night table when we host our company? How can we, you know, put it out there for people to really have that? And so now we do. And that really, number one, Gelly's the one who helped me. Any any dream I had, she was the backbone pushing me. Go for it. Oh. Go for it. Thank you. And Gelly makes uh, unbelievable food Friday night, and we have a lot of guests. We used to have a yeshiva right next to our house. We could have had 20, 30 guests. And all of them were telling me Shabbos after Shabbos, we never have such meat. How do we get such meat? That pushed me to open up the restaurant. Yeah. I love it. So it's very exciting. And now everybody's like, I want to meet you in Pepper Crust. I want to meet you in Pepper Crust. (laughs) 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 We're we're very punny over here in the studio. (laughs) Let's meet. All right. Let's talk to our executive chef. Um, uh, Wait, I want to pronounce your name right. Talk to me. Hisham. Hisham. Okay. Where are you from? I'm from Morocco. Morocco. I've never met a bad Moroccan cook. (laughs) Seriously, every single Moroccan cook, it's in your DNA, are just amazing. Um, Can I tell you what? Yes, yes, but can he hear? Have a seat first. Kim Zetz, come. Do you speak Yiddish? Okay, I'm just, wait, wait. I'm going to just video this as he brings. Okay, what are you bringing us? Look at this, EK. Ahi, ahi, tuna, poke, tacos. Okay, put it down right here. They made this because they know I love this. My favorite in the restaurant for that. For their appetizers. This is my favorite appetizer. And look, it's sitting on a cucumber. So okay, you know I told them they had to make for you too. They asked me. Look at this. Amazing. <gasps> and wait, we have... Wait, CK. Let's do our napkins. This is unreal. Wait, here we go. You're watching here, CK. Tucking that... So it's a fourth, fourth course menu. First course is the ahi. Oh, uh, wait, did you really make us a four course dinner, lunch? Four course dinner. CK! <laughs> uh, I'm sending my wife the picture. <laughs> and if you know this, you have a steak knife. You know what it means, right? There's a cowboy steak coming at you. <laughs> Can you please take a photo? <laughs> each one, each, each course, we're going to do a photo. Talk to me about what this. We've got to do this in 25 minutes. That's okay. our time frame. I'm just, count down, the clock is on. <laughs> Get the, right, the single network in the background. There you go. And let's get the two of you in there. Okay, we're having a Amazing. good time here. Amazing. And at the end of the show, people, if you stick through with us, we're going to have a giveaway. Okay, I'm going to talk. You're going to talk. I'm going to eat because we have to keep the show moving. Okay, sounds good. Okay. So what you have in your hand is the uh, sushi grade. Ahi tuna. Pokey style and a taco. This is delicious. What's your feedback? Oh, you know I love it. <laughs> every That's time, every time. Every time. Okay. 
Okay. All right. Delicious. It's got a bit of an Asian flavor going on also with Absolutely. all that sesame. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Talk to me about the, all the appetizers and what your vision has been, how you created such a great menu. Uh, basically, um, a combination from uh, fresh product. We have the best product and um, also the variety of product that we have on the menu. We focus in on uh, the best product in the menu, on, uh, on the market out there. And to be honest with you, uh, Mr. Dave is making it so easy for us because he has the best meat on the market, hands down. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> ZK. Oh, real. It's a winner. I made him. Yeah. I love that. Great. So what's it got? Cucumber, avocado? You got cucumber, you got avocados, you got sushi grade tuna. Uh, Delicious. The soy, soy sauce is infused with uh, ginger, garlic, and honey. Okay, Toasted sesame seeds. Truffle aioli. That, this is the truffle aioli? That's the truffle aioli. It has a touch of chiresa as a well. A touch? <laughs> <laughs> Just to Little give that kick to, yeah, the, yeah. to the toe. It's tackle. really delicious. Okay. Yeah. I have a little, little sip of water. Okay. you could, we just got to just keep it moving a little bit. Great. Um, okay. So let, let's talk about the decor of the, the restaurant because it's really beautiful. It's like a, a high-end looking Manhattan restaurant, but you're tucked away in a beautiful area in Montsey. How, how did you design the store? It's okay. Actually, we designed it together, me and Gelly. Gelly brought in her warmth through the decor, and I will let her explain how she got to this decor. Okay. So I love traveling. So I've traveled to Israel, to Italy, different states, you know, whether it's California, Florida, um, different just parts of the world, and I, I keep adding new places to my list, and I, I love to eat. And when David comes along, we always have to check out meat places. So, um, you know, I just love the idea of wood, as in bringing in a rustic chic kind of um, atmosphere. The ambiance feels like nice, warm, relaxing, and the bar is... Um, you know, adds that like hip vibe. Mm -hmm. And then you just, it's like everybody just wants to come and you feel like you're coming home. And that's, but you still feel like that Manhattan. Right. So know, that's what I like about the vibe. place. Right. It's got a really nice high end vibe and it's warmth from the world. Right. It's homey. Yeah. Can we call it trendy homey? We can. Or like one of my friends says, she says, I feel like I'm an Aspen at the. At a ski lodge, but yet I'm in Manhattan. So right, right. You and know, let's talk about the drinks. You have amazing drinks. Yes, yes. How'd you come up with those, Chef? Chef. Um, well, he'll be here in a minute. Um, he's busy yeah. planning up the next meal while me and ZK are just like, how? ZK, I don't know. You, I, I don't know if you would like raw tuna. I see that you do. I love sushi. So it's sushi, right? It's delicious. Okay. The show just might end now because we're stuffing our faces. <laughs> just and joking. I mean, people love a good bar. And uh, we added um, little seats at the bar if people yep. just want to have appetizers and a drink. But most people we just love. We were love, talking about that. Yeah. You know, I, I think that, you know, in this day and age with, with companies like Royal Wines, the, the uh, knowledge that they're sharing with us, about wine and we're learning and appreciating wines more, they make better wines more, right? So in Israel, we have incredible wines. In California, the kosher wines. In Australia, New Zealand, kosher wines are just growing and growing and growing. And then you get to serve them at the restaurant with your elevated food. It all elevates together, the food and the wine. And actually brings it together. The steak, we serve... A chef came up with a recipe for a veal marrow bone. Oh. 
You had us at Maribone. Did you like Maribone, TK? Yeah. The white wines that goes along with that. Oh. Incredible. Incredible. We have excellent bartender. Comes up with unbelievable mixes. Um, all kinds of champagne. Daiquiris. And actually, Gelly designed or came up, number one with the decor for the bar, number two with excellent, sugar-free, healthy daiquiri. Tell us about it, Gelly. Yeah. So, I don't know if it's healthy, but it's certainly sugar-free. Well, well, here's the thing. Women come in, and I always say, I'll go for the lighter food, and, you know, I like my specific steak that I like, but more times than not, I like eating the different appetizers, the spear ribs, the different things, the lamb chops. So I love the fact that women um, may not want to drink or may want a lighter drink than the men and that both options are available. And I'm, I've been talking to the bartender about using Truvia instead of sugar in some of the drinks. Um, if people want a low-calorie drink, can we give them a sugar-free option? Um, okay, that's great. So that people have those choices. That they can still go out and have a party, have fun. Right. I was in I was in London in Stamford Hill. I don't know if you saw my story on Instagram. Did you see that Michigan drink that I had with the light yes, up the, the lights ice cubes? that were going? <gasps> yes. They brought that out to me. I plucked. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so cool. It's like party in a glass, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, lovely. So, yeah. David. Yesterday we had a couple come in, an older couple. Was probably uh, 30, 40 years married. He told me he was in the mood of a celebration. Him with his wife, no one there. And this was the perfect place. He celebrated with her. It felt like his own mini wedding. Him that's and his so wife. Really? That's so cute. He just, like, just stopped, no, no reason? He came over to me and he thanked me for creating such a place. So nice. I mean, they really, it is a beautiful, beautiful place. There's, you know, we talk about ambiance. I think quite often the ambiance sets the tone for them. <laughs> I mean, the food has to speak for itself, you know. <laughs> you can have a beautiful place and not good food. So, that And then, yeah, I have my friends, uh, twins that live in the Upper East Side. And, um, you know, they come from Antwerp and their parents came in uh, to visit. And they were like, by the way, Gilly, we're coming to Muncie to... With our parents, I said, aren't there, isn't there anywhere in Manhattan? Like, yeah, you guys out do the whole thing in Manhattan, so we're going to oh, so cool. come that, down. That's high praise. That's right? high praise And indeed. I was, like, so touched, and then I got to see them, which was, you know, just a winner. As oh, well. okay. Chef is out. Chef is out again. CK. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I bet Yoni wishes he was here today. <laughs> or Nachum or Miriam. Oh, not, not, oh wow. Prime rib beef tacos. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Look how he's coming over the shoulder with his. <sighs> okay. Let me get you guacamole. There's no tacos without guacamole. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> guacamole all the way, baby. Can I just say, I love tacos because I love the crunch. Do you make your own tacos in the house? Because yeah. I know we've had Del Campo Tatios here in the studio. So you know good. them from, from Lakewood? They make tacos. Yeah. yeah. A nice Hamish couple. I'm sure it's delicious what our chef's tacos are. Oh, I get my own bowl of guac. Wait, so when you order at the restaurant, you get your own bowl? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm, yeah, just leave it. I'll, I'll take it with me later. <laughs> yeah, she's she's going to eat all of it. <laughs> you bet. Oh, my gosh. Okay, this looks insane. ZK is very busy. Yeah, very, very busy um, taking photos. Who were you sending those to? Your family. family. <laughs> okay, everybody's tucking into the tacos. Okay. So talk to me what's so special about these tacos. Who's going to be talking? Because, wait, we can't all eat at once. Someone's got to have airtime. So Hisham, tell us what's so special about these tacos. What's so special about our tacos is that simply we're using the uh, the prime rib for it, the slow roast prime rib, pepper crusted. 
So you're taking a high-end piece of meat. You don't, you're not using just absolutely the leftovers. We're taking top-notch piece of meat for our tacos. All right. But you got to keep talking because I want to keep <laughs> eating. That's the rule. <laughs> well, I think it's incredible. I've yeah. never been into tacos before. I'm like... There you go. I grew up like, you know, the good old chicken and potatoes, chicken and rice, and like, here we are eating prime beef tacos, you know? This is so interesting. Yeah. Absolutely. Because what I like to do is I like actually, I picked out a piece of meat mm -hmm. to eat plain. Right. And that's where, it, this is where it separates from a regular taco to Absolutely. this outrageous. Absolutely. It's you just a pretty well balance between a sauce, between a pico de gallo, I um, love the pico de gallo. The guacamole and the uh, slow roast pepper. I could, I could pepper eat bowls yeah. of pico de gallo. I, yeah, I love pico yes, de gallo. Yes, yes, yes. So I, whenever I get a, a composed dish, I actually start breaking it down a little bit because I want to try it each each step individually also. Yeah. Each each little bite. So I'll try pick up a bit of the pico de gallo. I'll pick some meat from the bottom. I'll scrape some guacamole. Try it. Try them all individually. And then I want it all together. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. <laughs> Also, we have two uh, chicken tacos on the menu. Beautiful chicken tacos with mango salsa. Should come and try it. Have you been? In, have you been with them pepper crust since the beginning? Since the beginning, yes. You forgot to mention that you're trying out the tongue tacos. We had those tongue last tacos. Night. That's a that's a big secret. That was, <laughs> <laughs> was going to be on the menu. That is on the menu next week, yes. outrageous. Really, really, oh my God, this really is good. Insane. Yes. I, I was always guacamole. afraid to eat tongue because it's the tongue of a cow, and yep. he's he's got me covered. <laughs> I'm eating it now. That's amazing. Can you share with my listeners the recipe for the guacamole? Sure, sure. Very simple: fresh avocados, uh, lime juice, uh, diced red onions, and diced tomatoes as well. Finish with fresh parsley, salt, and touch of pepper. Not much. I love the guac. Yes. This is insane guac. What I love about these tacos, usually when you bite into a taco, you don't expect to get the best meat flowing around your taste palate. When you bite into this taco, you feel like you're eating the best steak. And that's a surprise. We love to surprise people. Right. So I think, right, ZK, would you say, I feel like also we're having a steak. Steak. This is not a steak taco. It's a steak that's it. taco. Sitting because, in a taco. Because that's who you are. That's your brand. It's pepper steak. Steak. It's the I've, name on the door. Like mm -hmm. I've learned in the business, in the food business, there's two, two things that people never grow out of. One of them is a good story. The second is a surprise. Okay, I like that. And if you sit down for an appetizer, and you get a steak without having to chew it, but the full experience, that's something very unique. You know what I want to say about your restaurant also? Your portions for the appetizers are gazut, are big. This is on the appetizer? Yes. Yeah. I, I love appetizers, and we spoke about that when I came, that I liked all the different appetizers. But I don't like that they charge a lot of money and you get garnish with garnish. You get nothing with nothing. I want to try my appetizer. I want more than just two bites. Even though I know I have a main course coming up, I still want to try the appetizer. And it's so generous. Your portions are really generous. And I, I think besides the taste being generous, the portions are very important. Our chef, one of the most unique things I've seen by him, what attracts me to him, is his generous heart. His knowledge is top-notch, but his generosity. He takes care of the waiters, serves them food, only food that he would serve for his own family. <gasps> wow. <laughs> okay, I'm going to come hang out in your kitchen. It was worth... After Pesach. You're more it was than worth welcome. my restaurant just to get to know the chef. Incredible. That's a big statement. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, well, you prepare the next dish. I want to talk to you. With our listeners, how to know a good piece of meat? What like people are so confused by meats and what they call different cuts of meats? Like, I would love a class with you about all the cuts of meat. Like, I get questions like, "What's a French roast? What's a square cut? What's a brick roast? What's a Delmonico roast? 
quite some of those things are quite the same. As you know, the need for American prime meat is world grown into a worldwide business. Me personally, we're fighting with China. China wants to buy the meat that I buy because you ain't as good meat as American meat in the whole world. So they want kosher meat? They don't care kosher or not. They want American <laughs> born and bred right. steers. They want to feed it to their customers. Now, secret of a good piece of meat. Number one, you got to stick to American meat. You may go out there and see a lot of meat on sale. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Please, yes, talk about the meat from other countries. Except this, Australian meat because that's the best. Australian <laughs> lamb is the best. Australian lamb is, oh, uh, nothing like it. Did you bring back some lamb from Australia? Yeah, I have some. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I have for you. Enjoy. Yeah, I couldn't bring it here today because, you know. <laughs> I have. have I, I have for you. But I have I have customers who come in to me and tell me, please, get me a six-pound of French roast. Why is your French roast so small? The answer is because a French roast does not come more than four pounds. If it's bigger, they're giving you sides that's not part of the French roast. You may not know that it's not part of the French roast, and then when you cook it, you may say, what happened? Usually so good. That's number one. Number two, when you look for a piece of meat, the American meat should have marbleization. Do not mix marbleization with fat. Marbleization is what makes your steak succulent. What, what actually is marbleization? Let's explain that when to the When you look on a piece of meat, it should be a deep purple-red color. Not pink, not red like a magic marker. In meat is prime, select, choice. Choice I've never, ever led into any of my butcher stores. Select I never let in. Choice is excellent. Could we redo this? Could what? We erase this last piece I just read. What? Could we erase the last no. piece? <laughs> we messed it up. No, 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 no. Wait, stop. We're just going to do a recap. Stop. We're going to just rewind and we're going to just say it again because he, he, he mixed it two, two things up. No, we don't. Yeah. Uh, no. You're going to start again and you're going to say the same thing again. It's okay. It's all good. Say it from the top. I, I stumble all the time. Go. So basically... There is prime, choice, select. Three kinds. Yeah. Select, you don't want to Number buy. one is select. Number, Number one two. Is prime. Number no, two what's the highest level? Prime. Prime. Number two is, I'll help you. Choice. Choice. Number three. Select. Select. What do we want to buy? Choice or prime. Choice or prime. Select, out. Select, out. Out. How do you, how do you see if a piece of meat is select with a deep magic marker, red color? You don't want to buy it. People think, oh, it's red. It's actually, actually the best. No, if it's very red, it's actually the worst. Uh-huh. Okay, good. A piece of choice meat will have some marbleization in it. Marbleization is when, like, you buy marble cake. It's white. It's the swirl. That's the swirl. So basically, you want to see some white, some white waves in your meat. Choice. Ribboning, like a ribbon through, you know, like a cake, the marble cake. Choice wouldn't give you that fully. Prime will give you a full marbleized piece of meat. Now, uh -huh. there is something more than prime, higher, that's prime aged. Usually, we do not put out a piece of meat in the showcase that's prime that hasn't aged between 30 and 45 days. What does Why? that mean? What does aging mean? Meat is... We have six minutes. If he has more things to bring out, that's it. Okay, keep going. <laughs> I just don't want to lose time for him. Meat is like wine. Wine, the more it's aged, the better it is. I tell my customers when they bring home that piece of meat, do not leave it in the original plastic saran wrap. That suffocates the meat. Meat is alive. Really? Meat is, needs to breathe. 
you bring it that home. That might freak some people out. <laughs> I tell people yeast is alive. It's a live active ingredient. That's true. Yogurt. And, and meat is actually alive. Alive, let him breathe. If you don't let him breathe, he will suffocate. And he will not be good. Okay. Okay, guys, uh, take a peek. Course two. Oh, wow, look at this plating. ZK. Am I allowed to serve him? Am I allowed to pass it over? No, because I don't have a white cloth. There we go. This is tough. So we're really really learning a lot. Is there another course after this? There's another one. Yeah, you might want to go prep it. (laughs) Absolutely. We've got, tell me what this is and then go get it. (laughs) This is. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Is that okay, ZK? We can go over a few minutes. Okay. Pickled tongue, carpaccio. Oh. Aged balsamic uh, vinegar. Do you age it yourself? Also, you have toasted pistachios Mm. and fried capers. Oh, okay. See, I'm doing a little bit of each piece on my fork to try it. Oh, that looks incredible. I've never tried capers like that before. Lifting up the microphone. Wow. You have to talk while I eat. That's the rule. I have something to say. I think we have a little secret that your uh, listeners are going to be on in first. We are planning to uh, teach people how to do, uh, how to cook stuff, how to cook all types of meats. So that's in the pipeline. Oh, okay. So that's so uh, happening. So people take a butcher class with you? That's <gasps> happening. Exactly. Oh, and that- we may go online with that. We may have it in-house, but that's that's coming down the road. You let us know when that is. Yes, yes. Homie, you're in fully. I'm in, I'm in. Try some. Amazing. By the way, shout out to Miriam Pascal, who introduced us. We went with a, a whole bunch of uh, us foodies after the Kosher Food and Wine Show and it was a lovely, lovely event. So let's go back to the meat. Not Kosher Food and Wine Show. That was in. Yeah, that was two weeks ago. That in was New York. London. That, yeah, yeah, we're talking about we're talking about the show in um, Kosher Fest. Yeah. Okay, amazing. We so we had three incredible courses so far. So I like the idea of you teaching women how to oh how and whoever men. wants to women yeah. and men. I was going to say whoever wants to learn. Um, I actually started giving more co- private cooking classes also because people really want to learn and get educated. Women, you said women, women really get frustrated when they spend $60, $70 on a roast and it doesn't come out perfect. Right. I want everybody to know that meat is incredible, delicious, as is. The secret of cooking meat is not to destroy it. Just let it come out the natural flavor. I actually, when I bake my roast or roast it, I will not add any spices till after it's finished. Oh, really? So yeah. when do you put on your pepper crust? Pepper crust, I age it with my pepper crust. I wash it. I bake it. And then I put it on. Yeah. Ah. A little secret you heard it here first don't tell anyone it's only for the table for two listeners okay Shh. but i think we should gonna do a giveaway of a gift certificate to the restaurant for sure for sure can i just say this is the most generous couple you will ever meet and when you go to the restaurant they will come and meet you also and i like the word to use meat with you guys because it's meat M-E-E-T and M-E-A-T. Yes. All right, so we've got a gift certificate. What are we doing? Gift certificate for two. Dinner for two. Pepper crust. Pepper crust. Monty. $200 value. Oh, fantastic. That's very nice. Very nice. Don't forget about desserts. We have our own pastry chef who has years of experience in the kosher industry, how she makes par. Who is it? Who, who, Who do you have there? Charlize. Where was she from before that? In the... In the oh, gosh. In she was in a bakery, a pastry shop out in somewhere in New Jersey. Very unique pastry yeah. shop. Wow. Who, and she used to make the parv milchiks there. Parv milchiks. That, that's almost like... Without tofu. Parv cheesecakes. Parv cheese. Parv cheese danishes. What did she use? 
That's her secret. I know. I was, <laughs> was going to say, if you tell us, you'll have to kill us. <laughs> she makes the best des- desserts. The best. Okay, amazing. She came up with her own um, sandwich ice cream. She makes gelato. She makes ice cream herself. I think we need to go back, CK. Like, table for two recorded from Pepper Crust. I think Nachum would go crazy. All right, make sure we're there with you. Yeah, so well. We table of four. Table of four. <laughs> we'll make it table for eight. Okay. Table for eight. We'll invite some listeners. Yes, yes. We'll have a good time. Amazing. Um, Okay, so as they, we're going to wait, we're going to supersize this show for another two, three minutes because um, we want everyone to see the steak that's about to come out. Yes. Um, and then we'll end the show with us eating the steaks and sign off and then we will continue eating the steaks and then you will continue cooking for shoppers <laughs> while you are listening to Table for Two. I just want to say those Monsi um, shoppers and the also out in Lakewood are pretty lucky that they have you. Thank you. As the as the butcher shops and it actually met Miriam Pascal or Matt through my Lakewood Evergreen store. Oh, very nice. I was so impressed of Miriam because she wants to learn. Yeah. Just like you. I love to learn. I love I love meat. So I love to learn all about meat. You know, as as you know, I, when I meet people who are vegetarian, I'm always like fascinated like because I I like to be healthy. I like to think about all the food and all the read a lot of books about food and the science of food and documentaries about food. It's one thing I can't stop eating is meat. <laughs> Did you ever taste calf feet? Like? Calf foot. Like, like, I don't know. My mother used to make calf foot jelly, which is known as galler. Galler. Galler is knee bones. But then there is calf foot. Calf foot is the best pacha and it's best in the chont. I sell it yeah. thin sliced. And it is actually delicious. Yeah? Don't the be challenge? Yeah. Don't be scared. Really? I will introduce you to new cuts of meat. Guys, um, stick around. I, I really want to do a show, our show, Table for Two, in, in Pepper Crust. My honor. Okay. There's one more thing that I introduced for the kosher world was oxtail. Oxtail. Yeah, I've never had any experience with oxtail. Oh, my God. Look what's coming out, CK. And we are going to end the show with this in just a couple minutes. They are bringing out, I hope everyone has photos of this. <gasps> the cutest thing. This is the cutest thing. Ever. This is a tiny little, oh my gosh. Okay. This is the tiniest, cutest little plate. I'm taking a photo. Oh my God, this is so cute. So cute. Oh my gosh. This is, this is flashic. Okay, we're going to end the show. What is this? Chef. Chef. He's cleaning the dishes. We got to finish the show. We clean after. Broiled uh, pepper. Hold on one second. That's a cowboy steak, broiled, cooked to perfection. <laughs> Chef is known for that. ZK, is this up on the screen? Oh yes. <laughs> okay, let's go. Oh. Oh, this is amazing. Isn't it? I love that. Pe- it's not very peppery pepper crust. So basically, um, that's how we treat our food. Uh, we have a beautiful combination. This is what I like about pepper crust. Uh, beautiful product. We have great chefs that do cook from uh, from the heart, and they have a lot of experience as well. So each dish is treated with experience and and love, basically. Look, and a, I like this little, what did you do here? That's a garlic confit. Okay, so can you just tell me how you made this? Basically, you cut the garlic, the whole garlic in half. Yeah. Uh, you soak it in olive oil, put yeah. it in a sheet pan, and then cover it slow roast in the oven That's for a couple of hours. Two hours, three hours? About or two hours. Two hours. Yeah. You cut the top off, salt and pepper all over no, your... No, you don't have to season it. You just olive oil. Olive oil, olive oil, and you, have, you, you roast it open? Yeah, we roast it open. Like 200 degrees? or 200 like? degrees for two hours. You know, I'm so making this stuff, right? <laughs> and you could give everyone their own little individual yes, one. And yes. did you fry and this portion parsley? portion that you have, yeah, we fry parsley. Just as a garnish. We serve in a whole cowboy bear, by the way, not that little. Oh, no, this uh, is like a little, it's like a, it's like a, um, a flight of steak. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a teaser. One of the secrets in the steak and pepper crust 
is the energy of our chef, the most positive and comfortable energy that he brings in into the food with a smile. There's not one worker who doesn't tell me that he just loves working with the chef. It, uh, that might be Shechiano, because I know it's, it's not so easy. Wow, wow, wow. It is a pleasure working with him. Wow, this is beautiful. I like to hear this because I know the, the restaurant industry is not so easy. And, you know, it's not always harmonious. And I, I feel your harmony right here even out of this restaurant. Since I've worked with the chef, I've come up with a lot of new cuts in the kosher market. Because he's exposed you to some cool yes. stuff. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much, uh, David and Gelly, for being here on the show. Um, a big thank you to Candy Corner Israel, Yerachel uh, Yaish, and Daniel Mushmaya for Young Israel Manot, yimanot.org. What was it? .org. Um, to send Mishlach Manot to our Chayalim, standing and protecting us. Let's all get back to cooking. You go back to cooking, everyone. I'm going to finish the studio in the studio. What an amazing show we've had. Um, we've been on three straight weeks in a row. We're going to have a little hiatus before we hit the actual Pesach, late Pesach, late Purim, early Pesach season. So I want to wish you all a Shabbat Shalom. We have music sponsored by our friends at Kerem all the way up to Lich Benching. Shabbat Shalom.